I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. It's Imogen, the voice of Imogen from Stella Firma. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Waters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, that's woe, full stop, begone, wherever you listen to podcasts, or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Alex, Rob Young, Jen Van Meter, Jeffrey D. Brainerd, Alex Antilla, Lowe, Kevin Lovecraft, Marjorie Clare, Andrew Hall, Porkchop Crandall, Alex Rose, Rosalyn, John Lozano, Rowan McBean, Mildred, Amelia Stevenson, Mike Weiss, Finn Garza, Tommy Parker, Cornflake of Doom. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Special thanks to Stefan Spiker for today's submission. May you achieve escape velocity. Rusty Quill presents Stella Firma. Nothing would change. Friends. We're friends. Well, ten minutes, not friend. It, it all... It, I just... Look, I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. David. Trexel. David Seven, there you are. I've been looking for you. Where have you been? In, in this, the same room I've always been in. Isn't that just like you, David? Always in the room, because you can't leave. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's very much like me. Not allowed to leave. I know what you're thinking. He said he'd be earlier. And you're right, David. I did say I'd try and be a little bit earlier. I did say that. But the funniest thing happened, David. I was walking along the Western Terrace. Mm. And I saw a beautiful pebble. And I thought, I should get David a gift. He's my friend now. He's a friend of mine. Right. We're friends. And I thought, what can a friend get a friend more than a lovely pebble? 
being on time. And I dropped that pebble, and it fed a load of other pebbles. And I thought, well, I have to find that pebble again. So I was digging through and thinking, I've got to do something for David. He's put up with so much from me. And I thought, I have to find him that pebble. And I, I couldn't find it. But I thought, I'll find a good other pebble. Right. There's a couple of million pebbles on the Western Promenade. So I started sifting through, and, and I draw sort of a crowd. And <laughs> I, did, I, I did throw a couple of pebbles. Security didn't take too kind to that, so they detained me for a few hours for questioning and light tasering. But after that, I got out and I thought, you know what? It's time to go, pebble or no, to David to do some, some hardcore planet design. So you don't have the pebble? I don't have the pebble. But I do have... This letter I wrote you. Oh. Can I read it out? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> From the desk of Trexel Geistman. No, no, because this is your desk, so... Do you, do you really want to do that? I've written, I've written you a lovely letter, David. Uh, yes, no, let's listen to the letter. Right. From the bedroom of Trexel Geistman. <laughs> Dear David Seven, I'm Trexel Geistman. Hi. You know... I've been doing this for many years. Excellently. In fact, I'm really quite respected. In fact, you know what? You're welcome. There you go. Thank you. Yes, I'll take that. That's signed by me. So you can pop that on your wall there. Point it out to passers-by. Right. Yes, um, so shall we do the brief? Why not? You know, between friends? Yes. Let's do the brief, David. Right, yes. Okay, well, good. I'm going to get it out now, then. Initiating. Okay, so... This client is Oren Thrull. Oren Thrull. They want this planet in order to host the exhibits for their latest intergalactic art show, Rebirth of the Star Marlin. Rebirth of the Star Marlin. Ah, a sequel. Have you heard of the Birth of the Star Marlin? No. A wonderful show. A wonderful show. Oren did an amazing job on that one. I didn't go because it sounded like it would be culture. But I heard a lot of people did go and they were like, gosh, that's quite the Star Marlin. Did you see it get born? Did you see the birthing sack? Did you see it split? Did you see the Marlin midwives taking it out and cleaning it up? Okay, so this is a show about... The birthing of the Star Marlin. Okay, and do you know what the rebirth of the Star Marlin is is about? Uh, I don't know if they've done any previews or Mm. anything like that, but I don't really have access to... What do you... Check on Imogen. You'll get a clip of the of the original. Just type in the birth of the Star Marlin. It's okay. a classic, David. Okay, I've well, heard. Right. Opening Colovid. Okay. Birth of the Star Marlin. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Ah, there's a star, Martin. Birth. Oh. There you are. That's oh. perfect. That's oh. perfect. So much more Ooh. fluid than you'd expect. Oh. 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 Ah. Ah. Culture. Ah. Culture. Oh, I'm going to turn it off. That's okay, easy, right? Culture. Oh. So Ooh. the rebirth, I imagine somebody's popped it back up and it's coming out again. Oh. At a guess, that's what I'd say is happening. Right. So star marlins, is that a real thing? Do, do you want to roll back the tape? That's a star marlin. Oh, that's actually a... That's not a prop. They're a benevolent force in in the universe. The star marlin is a symbol of hope and and, and, and purity in the galaxy. Like a fine, chilled glass of vodka. It sits there, pure, unblemished. That's the star marlin. Okay, that star marlin looked pretty blemished to me, and what it was doing was not pure. Birth is beautiful, David. Birth is beautiful. Remember when you were born? How was that? Awful. Okay, maybe a bad example because you're a clone and your birthing process was a little bit awful, but but real people birth and real Marlin birth is a beautiful thing. A, a time for bonding, a time for coming together, a time to be covered in amniotic fluid. Okay, right. Well, what they want is something for this rebirth yes. of the Star Marlin uh, to host the exhibits for the latest Inclinatic Art show, so... There are exhibits? Yes, of course, of course. This star marlin's been alive for a while. It's being reborn, sure. But you need the accoutrement of a star marlin life well lived. Right, so this was sort of a, a, a walking show where you'd, you'd wend your way through it's the various artefacts of the star marlin, and then the pièce de résistance yes. was watching the rebirth of the star marlin. Right, okay. Well, what they absolutely must have yes. um, is excellent lighting. Well, of course. If you can't so, see the star marlin being born, what's we going to do the rebirth of the star marlin, Joe? Mm. Oh, look, I, I, I'm looking at the at the artefacts that have, have made up the life of one of the beautiful creatures that are star marlins. Oh, no, it's entirely dark. Are you a moron, David? What? No, I, I, this is, that's the non-negotiable feature. So they thought that it was necessary to specify that, so... Fine, fine. fine. Well, you know, sometimes artists are a little flighty. Oh, I need light. Oh, oxygen, please. Demanding people. Right. Um. So... This is a... I'm assuming this is like a, a, the same sort of format as, as the previous one, so... No, 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 David. No, 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 David, David, David. Stilly, stupid David. Quiet, shh. Shush, quiet, David, quiet. I'm just going to press my hand up against your face. Mm-hmm. Stupid, stupid, beautiful David. Mm-hmm. Shut your face. Mm-hmm. Shut it. Shut that hole. Prolonged clone consultant contact. Security alerted. Mm-hmm. The first birth of the star Marlin... As the name suggests, was the first birth of the Star Marlin. 
What exhibit are you going to have? My first day in the womb. My 400th day in the womb. Wombs are pretty similar. It's just a gently growing egg that then gets, like, a, arms and a face. You know, there's not much to go in there. That's maybe, like, one wall of an exhibit. So with that one, it was like, hello, sit down, bam, birth of the star, Marlin. Right. One showing, get out, buy some candy floss. You know, that real first effort. Okay. This, this is a more mature show. A more mature showing. Now it's about the journey of the star, Marlin. You can't be reborn unless there's something you're being reborn from. So many hopes. Ah, st- roleplay, David, roleplay. We uh, need to do some roleplay. We okay. need to do some roleplay. Right. Roleplay, roleplay. Yes. Roleplay Holovision initiated. You're, you're a newly born star, Marlin. Um. You've got, got it. That's exactly brrr. how the star Marlin sounds. You are a universal symbol of peace and prosperity. Brrr. Everything that you do is watched brrr. like like a hawk. Will you unite two people, or will your ignorance of their plight cause a war? It's all possible. Oh. You're a star Marlin. Oh. You're a symbol for everything that is good and hopeful. Oh, this and is a lot of pressure. Exactly, and your failure will, will directly hurt people. Oh. Now imagine you're in a world with information superhighways crisscrossing this way and that everybody watching your every move um, every planet billions upon oh, billions of beings oh, looking at you no, every day no. look for the star That's too much. help That's us too much. save no, us I can't I can't save us. I can't I can't ah, ah. want to be reborn ah, um ah. want to start anew want a fresh start are people going to look at me less maybe who knows um can be reborn not as a star marlin? It's the rebirth of the star marlin, David. You can't be born in something else. Okay, well, if I'm going to be reborn, could I maybe be a less pressured star marlin? Perhaps. Only you can write that story, star marlin, David. Uh, only you, as we follow the rebirth of the star marlin. Roleplay Holovision terminated. Do you see? Well, no, because I, I didn't write... The show, I didn't make the show, so I don't know, like, I felt like that when you described yes. being a star to me, but we can't assume that that's how Oren Thrall will approach this kind of thing. You, Art you, is you, subjective. You can't assume. David, all I do is assume every single day. Assume this, assume that. We'll never ask anyone their opinion. Maybe that's the problem. The problem? Yes. David, it's a good point. Okay, I won't assume. Right. What do we do? Ah. Ha ha! I have got you in a logical trap. If I don't assume, how can I create? If I'm waiting on everybody for their input... Oh, I won't I won't make this mountain explode every Thursday because I'm waiting for the input from the client. Oh, maybe they want nitrogen in the atmosphere, but I've used ammonia. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. I'm not going to wait around for some pencil-necked pencil pusher to pencil me in, in their pencil book for a pencil meeting, am I? Okay. Am I? Okay. Am I? No. Have I done that? No. Exactly. Okay, well, so, okay. Well, in which case, maybe in the past your assumptions have been slightly wide of the mark, mm-hmm. uh, hence the reaction and feedback we've had and the deaths you've caused on those planets. Almost certainly. So, what would you assume mm-hmm. about the rebirth of the star, Marlin? Fluids. Okay. You need to waterproof the room. Right. This is going to be a fluid affair. Sloshing gallons of amniotic sac fluids. Okay. Everywhere. Right. You don't want to keep any books on the floor. They'll be ruined. Oh, got any old antique furniture? Keep it off the floor. Right. It'll be covered in birth fluid. Okay. So we need a tank. In fact, let's make a pit. Tanks are easier than pits. Right. An entirely waterproof world. Water can't even touch its surface. It just springs off. Uh, oh. mm. Okay. How are they going to drink? They don't. It's an art exhibit. Keep them thirsty. 
Keep them off balance. Keep them off kilter. This is a hostile world because art isn't your friend. How long was the birth of the star, Marlin? 29 hours. Okay, and sequels are usually longer. 64 hours. Okay, so we're going to have people not drinking anything for 64 hours. Yes. Now, remember what I said about your assumptions? So let's do the opposite of that. Okay. Right? Fluid everywhere. No. Everybody's drowning. What? No. In in fact... Everybody turns up to a, a, an entire water world. You tie a lead weight to their foot. It's fresh water, though. Drink as much as you want. Are you happy now? No, You've got just, water! No, that just murders people. But that's the exact opposite of what I said. No, it's not. Is it not? No. Where did the lead come from? Where did the drowning come from? You've got to get them in the water. No, you don't have you to really get them, them in, in the water. Man. You just said that it was. you need to be a waterproof room because there's going to be a lot of water. All I'm going to assume now is that the rebirth of Star Island is a particularly dry affair. Okay. It should take place on a mountain. Fine. Actually, what's the, the habitat of a Star and I assume it's the void of space. It is indeed the void of space. They they glide through the void of space, dispensing justice and wisdom hither and yon. Okay, so why do you think it's so wet? In space? Yes. Have you been in space? Have you been in the vacuum of space, David? Look in my eyes. Tell me. Are you a vacuum of space man? No. Are you a vacuum man? No. Are you a vehement? I... No. In which case, I vehemently say, you know nothing of space. And neither do I. So who's to say, David? Water is a fluid. And gas can act like a fluid. So in the vacuum of space, where there's no gas, then why wouldn't it act like a fluid as much as a fluid would? Do you follow? Do you follow? It's, it's a logical progression, David. Gases can be like fluids. Fluids can be like gases. There isn't any gas or fluid in space. So maybe the fl- space is a fluid gas. Made a fluid gaseous fluid flow. Flowing fluidly through the flow flow. Okay, I think we've got a bit too hung up on the star mark. What is thing. gas? Gas. A gaseous substance. Right. It's it's a show. It's an art show. Yes. Okay? So what, what do you need for art show? And they want good lighting, okay? Ah. Which implies that maybe they, they need the things that shows normally need. The light is the show. No, the, the show is the rebirth of the star, no, Marlin. David, shut up. The light is the show. You have a lamp. You have an uplighter. Au contraire, sir. That's merely a way of saying I have been defeated by a system that I hate. Oh, oh, I'm showing art that is supposed to, to challenge the patriarchy and challenge the preconceptions of your universe, but I'm using a lamp? What is a lamp other than an expression of, of, of control? Down with the lamp. Up. With the imprisoned sun. You lasso a sun out of the sky. We don't make one, David. We steal one. We thieve a sun away from a solar system, casting it into everlasting darkness. What? And you imprison the sun in an orb. And around that orb, you channel mirrors. And then you channel the mirror, the mirror orb, whole trumpet into the room in which you're lighting and is lit with the thousand lumen light of a stolen sun. And there is your art. Okay. Two things. How many lumens do you think is in a sun? Oh, a lot more than a thousand. Is it more than a thousand? Yes. Second, right? How do you think solar systems work? You can't just take the sun out of them. They're not just dark. But they, that's, they, that's, they, that's they, art, David. No, you've just killed, like, billions of people. No, we'll, we'll only need it for a weekend. We'll but put it back later. The solar system's gone. By then. Really? Yes. Well, will it all just sort of hold in place until we put it back? No, the sun's what holds it in place. Gravity, of course. I've got. Well, thank goodness you were here, David. I was this close to stealing plenty of suns. Well, look, that's how my last four wars started, so. Uh, the, the idea of the imprisoned sun is quite interesting. Yes. They want excellent lighting. Yes. The sun is an excellent way to make light. And the imprisonment of it is such a comment on the fact that you've okay, imprisoned no, a sun. Okay, look, Trexel. It, it sounds like mm-hmm. maybe you have some bunched-up creativity that needs an outlet, okay? Yes. So I just m- want to help, David. You maybe, understand. I just want to help. 
Maybe you should go and write a play in your own time. I actually have a, a small manuscript. Okay, no, not, like not Rose detected. Uh, Trexel. Security alerted. We open on a summer's day. Earth 3.6. The Kruluvian era. Capleton Dag watches okay, over... Scene. Okay, scene. Right, we can't do this now. We have a planet to design. Yes, of course, okay. of course, of course. And David. the show is the rebirth of the star Marlin. Yes. By Oren Thrull. Okay. Well, not what, whatever what, that was by Trexel Geisman. What have we got so far? Nothing. Nothing? Surely not. Surely no, we've got an imprisoned son? Yes. But nothing else. Okay, well, we've, we've, we've got we've got four or so minutes left. Okay, let, let's back to basics. Strip it back. Strip it back. Strip it back. Nothingness. No. No atoms at all. No, okay. We start physics from the word go. Right, no, we, first physical law, David. Give me a physical no, law. we're not doing it. We have to make a planet. Wait, you don't want to do too, be too complicated. I strip it back, and that's too Okay, sip. you've stripped it back too far. Can we please just start... With a planet. A okay. ball, right? What's the environment of this planet? Non-Newtonian. A, that's not an environment. And B, it makes no sense. Well, I don't know what you're Can we just thinking. have a ball that... They want to put on an art show, right? Yes, yes. They just want a nice place to put on an art show. Right, somewhere fine. fancy. Okay, so fine. they can have their clientele okay, there. With good lighting. I'm saying it's fine. Everything's fine. We're having a lot of fun and everything's fine. Okay, you want a little planet. Just a little dinky, short-use planet for a little art show to Doesn't be It doesn't even have to be short-use. just has to be a planet where you can put on an art show. Well, would it, well you wouldn't just be sitting around after the show's done, 64 hours. We put a time bomb in the middle no, of the what? No, they've paid for the planet. They can keep it. Fine, if you want to be really reductive about it, David. I didn't realise you were such a square. That's not what reductive means. A reductive square. I, look at that square reducing. I can barely see it anymore. What? Oh, it's just a pixel. Okay, a I'm pixel a on a screen. Really a tiny di- square that wants to design a good planet. David, I've upset you. And for that, you are sorry. But we have to agree on something, David. We haven't got that much long left. Okay, you saw some stuff about the birth of the Star Marlin, yes. right? Apart from that horrible video you showed me, yes. is that pretty much everything you know about the Star Marlin? Yeah, almost absolutely. I didn't even go to that show. Okay, well, if it's still a birth, then it should look like maybe a place where a birth should happen. Maybe some sort of operating theatre. They're going to need a big building yes. for this show. Okay. Maybe it should look like a big hospital. And every single member of staff of the hospital is a captured, imprisoned son! What? Forced into labour against their needs and wills! I don't want to operate on this lady! I haven't got arms! I'm no, just an orb under high pressure! Assumedly, Orin Thrull will bring their own staff members! So you don't want all the staff to be in prison, Sam? No. What about coerced moons? That doesn't... You've, you've just made that up. A blackmailed comet. That's not even a thing. Okay, well, you, you obviously haven't lived, David. I've blackmailed a comet or two in my time. Well, I don't think they're going to be very... I've got pictures of your icy tail, so you better do what I say. Okay, I just don't think they're going to be very useful staffing an art show. All right. Tell you what, David. There's such a thing as a hospital cube. Right. What's one of those? It's a big cube which is pretty much automatically kitted out to be a hospital. Brilliant. How about we just use one of them, put a time bomb in the middle, stuff okay, it no, with suns, no. orbit it around a moon that's actually as big as a sun, so it gently becomes a sun as it orbits around. Actually, yes. No, fine, Trexel. These yes. are all brilliant ideas. Thank I'm you. I'm just writing them all down in the brief, and look, we've not got much time you left, like so you've nailed it again. Nailed it again. Off it goes. There it goes. <sighs> Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Brilliant. So, you know, we work better as friends, David. We work better as friends because, you know, I'm, I'm going to admit that uh, previously I, I've been a little incalcitrant in my approach to the design process, my way or the highway. But this more collaborative approach, David, you know, as friends, as I'm not going to say equals because I'm absolutely not your equal. I'm above you in every single way conceivable. But beyond that, it's a much nicer way of working, don't you think? Yes. It was beautifully relaxing. Now... 
I'm sure you have a lot of things to be getting on with. No, I just want to bond, David. How about we talk about you? How are you feeling, David? Uh, you can tell old Drexel. Okay. You can tell Uncle Drexel. Well, I may be your boss, David, but I'm also your friend who's your boss. Well, maybe. I mean, I was really interested in the um, script you were writing. So, but but I thought that, that maybe the first draft's a little rough. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe you want to go away and, and, and workshop that, and then and then you but can... You, but you think there's potential there? Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> yes, I think you should probably go and work on it right now. Would you like me to do the... the I have a character treatment for a, for a character I call Dominic Quailface. Would you like to, to read that for quickly? Oh, no, no, I'm sure it's really, really no, good. Okay, so you, you should probably just uh, maybe... Go and write him in more. He sounds so very uh, compelling. Well, he's one of the Quail Face 9, so I would hope so. Too. Okay, well, why not Quail Face 10? Quail Face 10, you say? Yes. Oh, you, yes. Why don't you uh, go... Yes, of course, that's what's been missing from the 16th act. Okay, excellent. There's off, only off nine Quail Faces. So we, maybe yes. if there was a Quail Face, then would... Yes, of course. Thank you, David. Thank you. Now I can get some proper work done. Stella Firma is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill Limited and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. It was created by Tim Meredith and Ben Meredith and produced by Lowry Ann Davis with executive producer Alexander J. Newell. In today's episode, Imogen was played by Imogen Harris. David Seven was played by Ben Meredith. And Drexel Geisman was played by Tim Meredith. The episode was edited by David Devereaux and Alexander J. Newell, with music by Samuel D.F. Jones and artwork by Annika Khan. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Discord, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, join our Reddit community on r slash rustyquill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at rustyquill.com. May the board preserve and keep you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi everyone, it's Imogen, the voice of Imogen from Stella Firma. Today I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Waters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, that's woe, full stop, begone, wherever you listen to podcasts, or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later.